Welcome to Shift the Atmosphere. I'm your host, Philip Renner. My heart is overflowing with gratitude and with the fire of God right now. I have so much to tell you that I can't wait to get into it. Before we go there, I just have to tell you that you are called, you are chosen, you are faithful. It doesn't matter how many times you fall down, God is fighting for you. He is directing your path and you are going to be 100% in the place where God has called you to be. You are an atmosphere shifter. When you walk into the room, perfect love, 1 John 4.18 says that perfect love that casts out all fear that is what walks in the room with you. So when you walk into the room, Jesus walks into the room with you. And every single situation has to bow at the name of Jesus. Me and you, we walk in victory because God has already won. He has already given us the victory. So we walk by faith, but we walk in what already has been given to us through the cross. It's not the situation that has the final word. It is the cross of Jesus Christ that always will have the last word. The blood of Jesus goes before you. The blood of Jesus paves the way and you are victorious because of what Jesus has done for you and what he will continue to do through you, which is shift the atmosphere. Let's dive into the Word of God. This is going to be so powerful. And what we're going to start with is something that we've already talked about. We're going to talk about Jeremiah, but that's just going to be the intro. And so I want you to open up Jeremiah chapter 1, because what is written there is literally what I saw in San Francisco. God moved like I've never seen him move before. He broke all the laws of man. Because me and you, we're not called to walk in the laws of man. We are called to walk in the laws of the supernatural. So I want you to open up your heart, open up your ears, open up your mind. And in this lesson, in this episode, just begin to walk in the supernatural as we dive into what God did where people said, it can't be done. Anything is possible through Jesus. Jeremiah chapter one, verse nine. Then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today, I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some you must uproot and tear down destroy and overthrow others you must build up and plant let me tell you something that is who god has called you to be because when you walk into the room sometimes you're going to have to tear down some things sometimes you're going to have to rebuild some things and sometimes you're going to have to uproot some things plant some things you see, God has called you for greatness. And this is what we saw in San Francisco. 
We saw people saved, delivered. It was so powerful, but you could feel the uprooting. You could feel the building. You could feel what God was doing. He was revealing this verse in San Francisco. But I want to continue with you, and we are going to read from verse 17. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 17. Get up and prepare for action. You see, it's one thing to talk about what God has called you to do. It's another thing to get up and actually do it. Because it's the people who actually do it who are going to see the results. They're going to see how God goes before them, fights their battles, and absolutely destroys anything that man would say against them. Every argument that man would speak against you, God turns around for his good, for your good, so that he can get the glory. Check this out. This is so powerful. Verse 17, get up and prepare for action. Go out and tell them everything I tell you to say. Do not be afraid of them, or I will make you look foolish in front of them. For see, today I have made you strong like a fortified city that cannot be captured. You cannot be captured because God has made you into a fortified city. Like an iron pillar or a bronze wall, you will stand against the whole land, the kings, officials, priests, and people of Judah. They will fight you. Now this is a promise. They will fight you but they will fail. I don't know what's going against you today, but it will fail because God has gone before you. For I am with you and I will take care of you. I, the Lord, have spoken. It's like microphone drop. I've said it. It's done. Don't worry about it. Now, God gave us an assignment. He gave the ministry an assignment. He gave me this assignment. And he said, go to San Francisco. Now, I don't know anybody in San Francisco. I don't know churches that I partner with. I don't know the map really of the city. I really don't know anything. But back in 2019, when there were fires surrounding San Francisco, it caused the city to look red and you can actually google it and check it out it's really beautiful but when i saw it i was like wow wow and the lord told me he said that is a spiritual representation of what i'm gonna do in that city and one day you will go one of the first places that i ever went to sightsee in america when i moved from russia is san francisco and I can remember being at Union Square and thinking to myself, what would worship look like right here? What would it look like? And those kind of moments that God gives you, they are so important because you have to hold them in your heart. So if God has given you an experience, if he reminded you of something that happened long ago, carry this and guard this in your heart because when you guard it in your heart you're going to see it come to pass so many years later god says 
it's time to go shift the atmosphere in San Francisco. And I want to say thank you to you for listening, for praying. One of the reasons why God moved is because of your praying. It's because of your giving. And if you're not a partner with this ministry, I want to encourage you to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Because when we go somewhere, we can only go where our partners send us. We can only shift the atmosphere because we are sent. And so I want to thank you for praying. I want to thank you for sending your finances into the ministry. It has been so powerful and God is going to continue to do something that will shift the atmosphere all over the United States. But I have to tell you that when I talk to pastors, when I talk to leaders in San Francisco, what they told me was, Philip, you can't be amplified anywhere in this place. The moment that you are amplified, if you have any kind of amplified sound from your guitar or from a microphone, you will be shut down. The police will come up to you and they will shut you down. Well, friends, I got to tell you, we went to 16 different places and we were amplified and you could hear us from three to four blocks away and police did come up to us, but they gave us a thumbs up. They were like, do not stop what you are doing. This is so powerful. This is what our city needs. So when somebody tells me, don't do this. Now I'm going to listen because I believe that the person that lives in San Francisco and knows San Francisco is wise, but ultimately I am going to follow what God tells me to do. So here is the lesson that God gave me in San Francisco that I really want you to grab on. Do not let other people set your parameters. Don't let other people put you in a box and say, this is the way it's going to be done. This is the only way it's going to be done. This is the way it's always worked and it will never work any other way. Well, let me remind you of something. Romans 8.31. If God is for us, who can be against us? And if you truly have an assignment from God, then there will be grace upon you. We saw 81 people give their lives to the Lord in San Francisco. One pastor told me, Philip, I've been here for four years and I haven't seen 81 people give their lives to the Lord in San Francisco in that whole time. You saw it in 10 days. And I was talking to him and I said, Pastor, my heart is for revival. My heart is to shift the atmosphere. That's why we brought music. That's why we brought worship. That's why the evangelists came with us. We had teams from Reno. We had teams from Sacramento. We had teams from Tulsa. God moved. We saw people saved, delivered. Every single place where we stood up and we shouted the name of Jesus, we heard blood-curdling screams 50 feet away because the demons were shouting and trembling at the name of Jesus. 
and they would try to come up to us to stop us, but they could not because the cross is the final word because you already have the victory in Christ Jesus. You can take spiritual dominion. You can take spiritual authority. In fact, Psalm 27 verse 29 says the godly will possess the land and live there forever. So right now I'm talking to you and I'm telling you that you will go and you will possess the land. You will possess spiritual territory, physical territory. You are going to open doors that everybody says is impossible to open. People told me, they said, Philip, don't go into that area. Don't go into the gay area because, you know, the last time people were there, uh, they surrounded them with whistles and they tried to blow their eardrums out. And it's just been really bad for anybody that goes into the gay area, into the Castro district to preach. Let me tell you something. That again is somebody trying to set up parameters set up me in a box, set the team in a box as this is the way you do it. You don't do it any other way or else. Well, when God gives you a word, it doesn't matter what people say. And I'll be very honest. I did not feel very comfortable in the gay area because there were men who were completely naked walking around. And I said, Lord, do you really want me to be here? The team's looking at me like, wow, Phil, we'll go wherever you go. And I'm sitting in the car thinking, I don't even want to be here. What are we doing here? But I heard the Holy Spirit and he said, go. And so we went and we found a spot. And it was really the monument or the memorial of monkeypox. There were pictures on the wall because it's right in front of a building. And on that building, they have these pictures of all these gay people that are dying from monkeypox. And that's where we set up. And we started speaking the name of Jesus, singing the name of Jesus. Now, you can hear me from three to four blocks away. If there's any place to get in trouble, I am in the perfect spot and I am doing the perfect thing to get in trouble. And I'm hearing these thoughts in my mind. The last people that did this, uh, they were almost killed. But in my heart, what I know, what I absolutely know is Psalm 512 that says favor surrounds me like a shield. So I'm speaking over you today and I'm telling you, favor surrounds you like a shield. So if anybody tries to put you in a box and say that this is the only way it's going to happen, it will never happen like the way you want it to happen because that just doesn't happen. Favor surrounds you like a shield. We sang and glorified Jesus in the Castro district for two hours and people were running across the street in tears, saying, we don't know what's going on. We were in a meeting, in a business meeting, and we asked that the meeting would be done because we heard the music, we felt the presence. What is going on with us right now? 
This is unheard of in that district. But it's the presence of God that goes before you and prepares the way. Micah 2.13 says this. It says, the breaker goes before you. The breaker anointing, that is the Holy Spirit. He will go before you. It says, he will take the ones in exile out of the enemy gate and the king will lead them and the Lord himself guides them. That is a picture of the Trinity. It's the breaker who is the Holy Spirit, the King who is Jesus, and God the Father who is the Lord himself going before us and guiding us, paving the way. We saw people give their lives to the Lord there. And they would walk up to us and people would say, we know who you are. We know what you stand for. We know what you're about. But there is so much love in the way you're doing it that we want you to come back. We want you to continue to sing and shift the atmosphere wherever you are. Because this is so powerful. You see, there's something that happens when we preach Jesus, not in a condemning way, which I did the altar call. I wasn't hiding the gospel whatsoever. I did the altar call. In fact, we did the altar call 16 different times so thousands of people could hear the gospel of Jesus Christ all over San Francisco. Pier 39, Union Square, Castro District, the Tenderloin, which is the area that they say never go through the Tenderloin because if you want to get stabbed, shot, if you want to have everything stolen from you, just go through the Tenderloin. But we went through the Tenderloin and we saw people saved, healed. You see, people will say one thing, but when you have an assignment from God, God will do something that is completely different. He will make you like that iron pillar that Jeremiah chapter one says. It says, get up, take action. Now, if I was just to sit in my room and dream about San Francisco and never go, none of this would have happened because you have to prepare and take action. And I believe that is what God is doing in the body of Christ. He's asking you to prepare and take action. I'm called to evangelism. You may be called to something completely different. Now we're all evangelists, but not everyone is called to go to the places and do what I did. But we are all called to shine with the gospel in every single sphere of life. This is so powerful. And when you do this, the breaker will go before you. He will prepare the way. So we saw people get saved in the Castro district, places where they say that you'll be killed if you speak the name Jesus. We were loved because we spoke the name Jesus. Now there was one point where when I did give the altar call, that someone took a laser and tried to blind me, tried to laser my eyes. But the shield of faith surrounded me. 
That's Ephesians 6, verse 16. With the shield of faith, you will quench every dart of the enemy. And that shield, that shield of favor from Psalm 512, it surrounded me. It protected me. I believe if you could truly see yourself in the spirit, what you would see is a shield that surrounded you from the top, from the bottom, from all sides. You would see the shield of favor, the shield of God's love. And that is what protected me. Of course, that's what's coming out of my mouth all the time. I am quoting that verse. And so it didn't hit my eyes. It hit my guitar. Now I knew it was time to leave after that. But that was only one person from an apartment building. Hundreds of people were around me. A rally could have started. So much could have happened, but it was a shield of favor. Why? Because we are prophesying through worship. I mean, we're singing, we're singing stuff that is undeniably Christian. There is no way that you can hear it and not understand that it is Christian because we're singing Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy, Jesus for my family. I speak the holy name of Jesus. I mean, we're singing the name of Jesus very, very loud. And you can hear it from three, four blocks away. God protected us and people were saved. There's one part that just blessed me so much. We were in the Tenderloin, which is the place where everything will be stolen from you and you will be stabbed and all of that stuff is supposed to happen to you. But it was so tender. The presence of God was so tender there. The power of God was so tender there. And I remember we were talking to one gentleman and he said, man, I really need to know that God is real. And we said, oh, so how can we, how can we pray for you so that you know that God is real? He said, my clothes were stolen from me and I really need my clothes. So it would be awesome if they came back. One hour later, someone brings his clothes in a bag and says, these are yours. You see, God knows how to get your attention. We went to baseball games and I stood right at the entrance or the exit of where everybody is coming out. So there's like 20,000 people coming out of this game, this Giants game. And we're just singing over them. And we're singing over them and the presence of God hits them. And that's when I send the evangelist and say, hey, go preach to him. And they all get saved. They're completely drunk, but they get saved. Some people just fell on their knees and begin crying out for Jesus right there. You see, we are called, friends, to shift the atmosphere. That is what this ministry is about. We went to the place where they're shooting up on drugs, where they literally have needles coming out of their necks, coming out of their, out of their veins, a meth, everything that you can imagine. 
stuff that will kill you in an instant. The injection sites, we went there. We went to the places where Christians do not go, which is what we are called to do. Me and you, we are called to go to the places where Christians will not go. We'll say, oh, it's too dark there. But what about John 1 verse 5? The light came and it shined in the darkness. The phrase, the the vision for this ministry, shock the darkness. And it says, and the darkness could not extinguish it. That is what we saw. Because we would walk up to the drug addicts and they would say, you're really messing up our day. We'd say, what's going on? They said, the presence of God is so strong, we can't get high. And then the drug dealers couldn't deal their drugs because of the presence of God. And then finally the police came and all the drug dealers left. It was powerful. God moved. And there are so many testimonies that I can share. And all of it, every single bit of it, I was told it can't happen. You can't be amplified anywhere. The police will shut you down. You can't go to that place because you'll be cut into. You'll be stolen from. You can't go to that place because you'll be killed. You can't do any of that. Listen to me. Never let anybody set the boundaries or the parameters around you. Those parameters can only be set by God. And if God has given you an assignment, then there is a grace and a favor on you to fulfill that assignment. Now, people that have gone before me, maybe that wasn't their assignment. I don't know. But when you really have an assignment from God, then you have everything to fulfill that assignment. And people will come to help you. People came from Reno, they came from Sacramento, they came from Richmond, California, they came from Tulsa. I am so grateful to everybody who partnered and made this happen. I'm so thankful for the pastors that prayed and their prayers went before me. I am just so thankful because we're going back and it is going to be powerful. So I told all of this to you to really show you Jeremiah chapter 1 and I want you to read with me one more time verse 18 for see today I have made you strong like a fortified city that cannot be captured like an iron pillar or a bronze wall you will stand against the whole land you will stand against the demons you will stand against the drug dealers you will stand against the principalities and powers of darkness and you will always overcome because the cross has paved the way you will stand against the whole land the kings officials priests and people of judah which were his people jeremiah's people they will fight you but they will fail and that is what tried to happen people tried to go against us but they failed because the blood of Jesus went before us. For I am with you, and I will take care of you. I, the Lord, have spoken. God has spoken over you today. Through the word of God, through these stories, through these testimonies, 
And I want to give you an opportunity. First of all, subscribe to this channel and send this to somebody. Somebody needs this information. They need this message. They need to hear these testimonies that God can move where people say that God can't. That God can do the impossible where people say, oh, just it just will never work. Maybe people looked at you and said, oh, you'll never work. Let me tell you something. 1 Corinthians 1 27 says that God will use the foolish of this world to shame the wise. God will use the weak of this world to shame the high and mighty. That is the business. That is what God does. That is kingdom business. That is how God wants to use you today. That is how God used us in San Francisco. I didn't know anybody. And I actually didn't even have a church that really partnered with me and went out with me. But later they said, wow, what happened in 10 days we haven't seen in four years. You see something powerful happens when you partner with the Holy Spirit. And thank you so much for your prayers. But I want to give you an opportunity. If you're listening to this for the first time and you say, I want to be a part, we're going back. We're going back to San Francisco. We're going back to Boulder. We're going back to the places where people say it can't be done. You want to partner with that? You become a monthly partner. You can go to philiprenner.com. You can give a gift or you can become a partner. And where we go, you go with us. God is fighting for all of us. And I'm just so honored that I can truly say that the spirit without limit, the spirit without limit, which is John 334, you have it, I have it, and we can activate it any time of any day in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for everyone who's listening right now. You are the breaker anointing that goes before them. And even if they don't feel like they can do something for you, like they can shake a nation, shatter the kingdom of darkness, they can because you, the breaker anointing, has gone before them. And so, Father, I thank you. And I bless your holy name. I bless their families. I bless their dreams, their desires, everything that you have for them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, God bless you. Send this to somebody. I believe it's going to bless somebody. Also, if you don't have the books, Worship Without Limits or A Fasted Life, you can get it on the website, philiprenner.com. And I'm praying for you. God bless you. You will always shift the atmosphere.